You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. All right, we should probably get going. Yeah, yeah I'm going to fade. <laughs> yeah, pitter-patter. Let's get like. at her. And I think that's <laughs> this week, people, is how we're going to start the uh, geekiest show ever. Um, we're all... we. My life is more or less going on as usual because I got work to do. But I have sat down and watched a few more shows like I, uh, that I've been wanting to get to. And yes, I came across the show Letter Kenny. God help me. Letter Kenny. Uh, Letter Kenny. It's a Canadian uh, sitcom. Oh. Uh, just watch it. You won't be able to get the shit out of your head. <laughs> Great. Uh, oh, is that like the Tiger one? The I don't know. I've never seen that one. The Tiger King. <laughs> the Lion. The Lion King. Uh, no, the the one. No. Of- Tiger King. Yeah. Uh, no. This I read, is... My dad keeps texting me saying, are you watching The Lion King? <laughs> like, no. do, I, do you mean The Tiger King? Is No, I'm not watching it. No. I'm uh, not watching that. No, like I said, I got in the letter, Kenny. And there's just, it's um, it's a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's, but the cadence, the way they do things is first of all, it's Canada. So, you know, there's a lot of eh, A's and stuff. Okay. And, yeah, and so they, yeah. uh, I think they're kind of making fun of, um, some of their stereotypes up there so they've got oh. the uh the hockey players uh they've got the um oh see there's three groups what are they uh oh they got some meth heads and then they've got uh, uh this uh brother and sister that run this produce stand uh so like i say there's just this weird go go google them and find it and i'm pretty sure you'll come there back are and five thousand people in yes. letter kenny these are their problems dink yeah. dink Yes, and like I say, just it, you, you know, uh, it's on Hulu, but I'm pretty sure you can Figure find a preview out. somewhere. Yeah, and like I say, there's just this kind of deadpan uh, uh, pace to it that uh, okay, it, it, it amuses me. Yeah, um, and like I say, you'll Can probably I hate me. Hulu. Yeah, Ooh. it's on Hulu there. Um, okay. So, um, but yeah, so um, you know, and as always, since you know. Uh, like we always do, let's let's do the weather, uh, just to get that out of the way, and so we all know what we're dealing with. Um, Melissa, why don't you depress us first? <laughs> I, yesterday it was rainy. I have to say it was rainy, and uh, like I was telling you guys pre-show, we did venture out, but uh, it didn't last very long. So now it's back to pretty gorgeous again. Can't complain. Can't complain. It's probably what in the it's in the 70s. Oh, Lord. Mid 70s. It's going to be 80 on Wednesday. So. Hmm. Okay. And, Elisa, yeah. what's uh, what's it like up there in your neck of the woods? Not 80. <laughs> no. I can tell you that. It was. Is it transverse? Okay. Is my husband. Zero eight? <laughs> Sometimes it feels that way. Yeah. My husband did a lot of yard work today. Uh, it's supposed to be torrential downpours tomorrow and really, really windy. And then the rest of the week is going to be the 50s, then the 40s, then back to the 50s. So, oh, okay, I'm over the pool. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and here uh, it's <sighs> 30 right now. Uh, a little while ago, Deb and uh, our dog Molly, we went out for a walk. Uh, it was 32 degrees. We was out for about an hour, so it was a brisk walk. Got our our um, blood pumping and uh, uh, tomorrow's supposed to be 32 and windy, but by Wednesday it looks like forties and by Friday uh, and Saturday fifties up to 60. So maybe we're gradually creeping into spring. Um, you know, something to look forward to here, but uh, yeah, cause if the weather's decent, we can all go out and, you know, walk and get some exercise and stuff. And uh, I guess I'll throw in a quick update since I've mentioned it before. I've been working on this whole, 
you know, healthier thing. So I think I'm about down about 13 pounds from when I started. So wow, yeah. that's awesome. I didn't oh, yeah. really ever think of you as someone who needed to lose weight. Well, I got a paunch on me. I mean, you guys don't see very many full <laughs> figures photos of me. But, yeah, I could stand to lose a few pounds. I've been weighing. It's good for you. Yeah, so I'm getting. Well, I got sick and tired of looking at your goddamn Apple Watch spinning around all the time. I just thought, <laughs> God, well, the guy's going to be a skin and bones. Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's been a while because way back in high school, I was skinny. But then, you know, things change. You get older metabolism. But, yeah, so it's been a steady pace. I'm waiting for it to kind of flatten out here. But, you know, like I said, I'm going to work. I've cut out a lot of sweets because I have this horrible oh, sweet tooth. Hard. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's my comfort food. So I'm giving it up in the middle of this. But um, <laughs> I found substitutes. And, you know, we're working on just eating healthier and um and since our routine is kind of messed up, you know, the school is just different. It's a ghost town now, so I think that makes a bit of a, a difference. Mm -hmm. If I don't have too many people there, my stress level tends to be a little bit And you get the hunger hunger pain. I have yeah. noticed you've been doing more walks because mm -hmm. I get that oh, yeah. on the watch. I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. we took another walk. Good, And I think, oh, I, th I just thought, good for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And when the weather is warmer, I've been going out and uh, doing some bike riding because I got the bike and I bought stuff for it a few years ago oh. and it just sat there. Um, just so, by yourself or does Deb join you? Oh, no, no, no. She hasn't ridden a bike in a while. I don't I yeah, think she I'm has a bike of bikes. anymore. I, I don't have good balance anymore. I try to get on one. I'm like, I'm going to break something and it's going to be me. <laughs> my son's been doing that too because he's a teacher and he's done for the year. So he's like, I've ridden my bike. I've gone for walks. I've read books. I've watched Netflix. <laughs> what else am I supposed to do? You know, he did his yard work. His house is clean. Send him here. I got yeah. kids. <laughs> well, that I got kinda... kids that don't shut up. <laughs> I was going to say, that kind of leads us into our topic that we had here about quarantine coping and how we're doing yeah. i think we've kind of or, or not doing or not doing well i haven't heard any police reports on you yet so i think both <laughs> of you are doing okay now what goes on behind the scenes you know hey that's because i'm italian and i know how to hide it now <laughs> <laughs> i speaking of which i did want to mention you, you mentioned tv shows that you've gotten into i did manage to watch a little bit of tv and the little bit of tv that i watched was um we did finally ding 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 we finally signed up for an amazon Prime account. It's a free trial for six months because my husband's a college student and will be um, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> but it's like for six months. So we thought now would be a good time to uh, to enact that. So we've been enjoying the Prime benefits. And one of those benefits, as you know, is the Prime video. And I found a good TV show. I was like kind of clicking through there to see what would be interesting for me, at least. And I like documentaries. So uh, I found one that's called The Italian Americans. Uh -oh. uh, I, I had a conversation. I won't get too deep into it. Um, I had a conversation with my mom recently, and we were talking about family history a little bit. And she told me something that I never knew before. And I think it's just a matter of like she went to Italy like a while ago, and we've just been so busy. She's taking care of my grandmother, which is a lot of work, as, as you guys probably know. It's a lot of work taking care of a parent. And so that's just taking up so much of her time. So we get to like chit chat once in a while, but it's never really enough. So, needless to say, we have a lot of catching up to do. And she told me a little bit, and I forget how we got on the subject of it. And, you know, you we have always been talking about genealogy and stuff, and I'm always, like, so intrigued by it. But it's such a mess, you know, because they're they're Italian, and they, you know, they came from Sicily. And so, you know, how names get changed. And if mm. you got a vowel in your name, you know, that spells trouble. Anyway, so she told me some interesting little factoids that I never, never knew. Like, all my life, 
my grandfather's name is Anthony, and I had no idea that that's not actually his first name, that that's a variation of his middle name. And so she told me, like, his full name, and then she told me that his siblings, that their names were changed and what their real names were. I was like, oh, my God, like, I, I never knew because there was a – the father died when they were really young. You know, long story short, you know, times were tough for the immigrants when they came over. Like, they were born here, but the parents had come over. And um, long story short, the children got put like in a foster like home situation. And so the school like changed their names and Americanized them and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, just things like I never, never knew. It's like I'm freaking middle aged right now. Why am I just learning this stuff now? I don't know. Did you guys ever go through that? Did you ever like start finding stuff out about your family like later on in life? Like maybe maybe we were young and carefree. I mean, I've always been interested Mm -hmm. in it, but maybe I just didn't ask the right questions or maybe the. Maybe the information just wasn't available at the time or something, but I was really getting like worked up about it. I was really getting upset about it. And um, just because I just felt like a part of me felt like, you know, there's secrets like because people just don't want to talk about it. And that's always bothered me. Like, why are they so secretive? Why don't they open up? Why don't they discuss these things? Why am I just finding out about this now? I mean, my mom's finding out about stuff that she never knew either. So I watched this uh, documentary called The American, the yeah, The Italian Americans. It's on Amazon Prime, and there's like four, I want to say four episodes, and it was really, really well done. I really liked it. I have one more episode to go, and it was like it's kind of heartbreaking. I mean, they talk about you know the discrimination and the racism and stuff, and it was really interesting to like kind of connect the dots a little bit. Like, oh, okay, that kind of makes more sense why that happened and why they don't talk about things and stuff. So it was an eye opener. So if you have any Italian in your family or if you're curious about that, I, I encourage you to go watch it. I thought it was a really good show, a really good series that I'm going to finish up. <laughs> I tried to watch it with the family and that was a mistake because I thought, hey, kids, let's, you know, let's sit here as a family. I guess I just didn't. I don't know if I didn't see the ratings or just didn't really look. I just thought, hey, let's learn about our family history. Let's 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 have some family time and watch this together. And oh, my gosh, my little one. They started talking about there was there there was some discussion about lynchings and stuff and I was like uh oh and he's like mom why do you always have to pick this dramatic stuff and he was like all upset I'm like I don't know it just happens to me I'm full of drama I guess so so I was not able to continue watching that with the children <laughs> so I had to wait till they went to bed which they keep you know trying to push later and later and later and we keep trying to keep it like sooner and sooner so that's been that's been a struggle. So trying to watch TV, I mean, it's just been difficult to try to carve out time to sit and watch any TV. So I've been keeping busy with with um, projects, lots and lots and lots of projects. So that's my little introduction to how I've been uh, coping. I've been working on just keeping myself busy with projects that I've been wanting to do and then new projects that have kind of come into my path that I'm doing. So like I told you earlier, like I've been pulling all nighters, not necessarily out of choice, but just kind of. It just kind of happens. Like it's, I'm not actually complaining. I'm happy to be busy. It keeps my mind off of like negative stuff. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm plenty, plenty busy doing stuff, but I really have to like figure out how to sleep, oh, <laughs> figure right. out how to carve that, carve that yeah. out for me, or that's going to cause more problems than it solves. Well, yeah, so, I've got a, that. I've got a few vacation days that <clears throat> I'm going to use up here because I don't think it's like we're going to be able to go anywhere. So I've been using them up, staying here at home and. And I, one project that, you know, if I get to it, well, I want to get to it eventually. But, you know, I'm hoping the next few days to sit down. I've got a bunch of old photo albums here, and I had bought that photo, what was the name of that, photo main app, I think, on mm-hmm. the, the iPhone. Yeah. 
And yeah, so, you started doing that. Yeah, and so I just need to sit down with the rest of them and get the pictures taken and, you know, digitize them and then, you know, do some stuff with that. And uh, my sister had given me uh, all of her digital records that she had for our family tree. So, oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, because uh, my brother did the McPeak side of the family and my sister did the Wyman side of the family. And I think they've gone about as far as they can in America, which for the McPeaks, the first one came over before the Revolutionary War. And I think on the Wyman side, we had a relative or two on the Mayflower and some, you know, mm -hmm. so they went a, quite a ways back in this country. And, you know, the next step is to go overseas. Well, that gets, I guess it's getting easier now with the Internet. But still, if they haven't got everything digitized, mm -hmm. that's not going to. Yeah, like my mom said that she was able to get, when she went to Italy, she was able to get the a copy of the birth certificate for her grandfather, but she couldn't get it for her grandmother. Like she had, to, she still has to find where she was born. And that's like a big mystery. She has some ideas and she has some clues that she's putting together, but she has to go to that area and she has to specifically go to that area. They, they're like, I don't know, backcountry or something. And you can't. It's like, I don't know if they even have the internet there. The way she yeah. made it sound, I, I don't sure. know. But uh, And a lot of times back then, they wrote it in the family Bible. Yeah. 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 They Lots don't have a birth stuff. certificate, so they would just put in the family Bible the name of the, you know, the, name of the child, mm -hmm. the birth, the mm -hmm. wedding, the death. Yeah. So if you can't find the family Bible, and yeah. you're lucky, Mike, that you were able to go that far back. Mm -hmm. My family comes from Poland, uh, Bialystok, <laughs> Poland, mm -hmm. Ukraine. Russia, uh, different Russia. little sections did sections there, and that was my in in some in on one side of my family. I'm actually second generation mm -hmm. American because my mother's father was born in Russia, was born mm -hmm. in Kiev. Yeah, like I think so I'm like third generation. Finding the records, mm -hmm. you know, back then, mm -hmm. I can find their immigration, I can find their mm -hmm. naturalization papers, but I can't find anything in Russia or Poland, mm -hmm. and no. that's the problem. Well, and my, sometimes those places were stricken by war, so you don't know if the things were damaged. I right. mean, it's just it's well, and it blows it blows my mind just like how short of a time ago it was, though. I mean, like like you said, I know I know my grandmother has some records. I know she showed me a book a long time when I was a, when I was a kid. And you mentioned the Mayflower, and she said she has some records that go back to the Mayflower. And I thought, wow, you know, that's really far back, like really entrenched, deep roots there. But then there's like that, my my grandfather my grandfather's sector of the family it's like they just came here like you know he was born in the 20s and i mean it's like only a hundred years ago you know yeah. he would have been a hundred this past this past january that's now that i'm in middle age like that doesn't seem so far away like it used well, to you know and, and it's really it's, blowing my mind how recent history it was and as you mentioned that yesterday would have been my dad's 105th birthday uh, 105 yeah oh. Um, yeah, so, but, and most of, uh, this research was done pre-internet because my dad mm -hmm. passed away in 79. Um, mm -hmm. and so, uh, my brother had a fair amount of the McPeak history. And I think my sister had some of the, uh, the Wyman history that had done that. So a lot of this research was done pre-internet, which meant you went out in the field yeah. or you yeah. shared information or, uh, uh, later la latter day saints. Yes. Yeah, so you go to the latter day saints. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So what the did library. they give you? Did they give you? Like big thick binders, newspaper clippings. Like, what did they provide to you? And like, uh, does anybody have like a Gedcom file? Like, are yeah. you are you guys sharing Gedcom yeah. files? Are mm -hmm. you 
Yeah, my so sister's like you guys digitized are using Ancestry. Most of it. Uh, okay. it's, it's GEDCOM files. So you can tap files. into his... She just shared it can... with me, yeah. And she had an account yeah. set up on um, Ancestry. No. Yeah. Uh, no um, yeah, Ancestry.com. So how does that work? So she shared a GEDCOM file with you, yep. and then and she had Ancestry. Right. Did you then... Did you have to upload it, or were she you able to just log into drive. Ancestry? She gave me a flash the, drive with all. So the where stuff does that go? What What did you do with it then? I've got it on a. Uh, I've got it multiple backups here, and I've got the thumb yeah. drive on your somewhere. But um, like, what do you use to? Well, read what it? you what you can do, Melissa, like, is you can. Um, I have Mac Family Tree. That's what I have. Yeah. So I use that for my genealogy. So sometimes when I meet a brand new relative, which I have, um, yeah just through the DNA who lives not that far from me. I was talking, yeah. you know, which is kind of cool. We still have no idea how we're related. You went to go meet a cousin on Facebook, didn't you? Yeah. I talked to her on the phone last week for, you know, for yeah. about an hour and a half. Cousins and we're right. trying to figure out how we're related. We think mm-hmm. we know what side of the family, but we can't. It's just like fourth to six cousins. Yeah. But when people give me personal information and they say, I don't want you to share this, that's what goes on my personal Oh. Um, my Mac family tree. So like if you and I were cousins and you gave me family photos or you told oh. me a story, um, like one cousin did, she said, I will tell this to you, but you have to swear not to put it on ancestry. And so I said, yeah, I'll, I'm not going to break your confidence. I said, the only thing I'm going to put on ancestry is if anything you tell me is publicly available yeah. on ancestry, that's a lot I will of put work. that on, wow. but I will not put on anything that you tell me that's private, like a story or something like that. So that I put in my Mac family tree. And do you so, make a note there or is like, because you put it on the Mac family tree, like, you know, that that's the place where private stuff goes, or do you make a note in there? Like, do you have a private tag or yeah, something? Yeah. There's like, like, say you were my cousin mm-hmm. and I have my, you know, I have my separate entry for you and I'd have your birth, um, when you got married, when you went to high school, anything I could find about you. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of do that with contacts. In and a way. then if you told me a story or if you told me a story about someone else, mm-hmm. I could say, you know, as per Melissa, blah, 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 blah about this particular person. Or mm-hmm. Melissa told me on this date about this person, you know, mm-hmm. or something that happened when she was mm-hmm. a child or, you know, some mm-hmm. fun family story. Now, again, you and I are related. I can go into Ancestry and share my tree with you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that you can't, you can't do anything with the tree, but you can at least look at it. Mm-hmm. So anytime I update it, you can look and go, oh, look, she added new information to our grandmother. Mm-hmm. And then you can take that information and put it onto your tree. Mm-hmm. And you can, so how do you get, so you have my, you have the Mac family tree mm-hmm. talking to the ancestry no. by way of, no, no. because no. they don't, Separate. they don't communicate. I think mm-hmm. it was. Oh, shoot. Ancestry. But could you had... download? I guess you'd have to pay for it, but could you download a GetCom file to put to import into the Mac Family Tree just to get it for going? It. Oh, you really? For no, mm-hmm. I did them separately. And mm-hmm. you can take, you can download the GetCom from Ancestry and then import it into mm-hmm. Mac Family Tree. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or That's vice cool. versa. Yeah. I can upload a GetCom to, to Ancestry. Yeah, that's the thing that gets a little like frustrating because it's like there's the the information that you want to share because you want people to be able to communicate. You want to be found. You want other people to be fi- be able to find you. But then there's like yeah, I know like like I was saying like I started this this topic off with. 
there's a lot of secrecy or there's a lot of like people don't like to talk about certain things. So it's made it really difficult to really reach out to people or to, you know, ask questions and get any kind of answers. So there's some people like I know there's some people that would be horrified to know about all that there already is on Facebook. You know, it's like, well, it's already there. It's not me, you know, putting it out there necessarily. But like a long time ago, I started a page and then people, you know, came and but that's been where a lot of people like you have to meet people where they are. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot. There was a uh, do you remember like maybe a couple months ago, it seemed like there was this big surge of like people wanting to dump Facebook. You know, people wanted to you know delete Facebook, quit Facebook, all that kind of stuff. And I have to wonder if any of those people are wanting to reopen their Facebook accounts, <laughs> you know, because that's where everybody's communicating now. And it's just, uh, I, what's irritating me now, one of the, well, one of the many things about Facebook, but mm-hmm. I think because of this stay at home, people are staying at home. They're doing these questionnaires or whatever you want to call oh, them yeah, that yeah. I keep mm-hmm. saying, people stop doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What's yep. your favorite food? Mm-hmm. What's your mother's maiden name? Where'd Where you go to high school? What hospital mm-hmm. were you born at? And like, I had to write on somebody's like, don't answer mm-hmm. these questions. Don't do it. You know, now that the, the, what I've seen today and yesterday was put down um, the year you graduated high school, the year you graduated high school on your high school, your senior picture. Uh-huh. Like, no, yep. No, you guys can go read my little rant about that. Oh, but so many of my friends have done it. They're I'm just loving it. I like, like you're I'm just giving them all your pictures for because your I'm thinking I'm not going to use that information for evil. But many of my them and I've told them this so many times, but, you know, you can only tell them so many times yeah, they yeah. have their settings on public. Mm-hmm. So that anybody can see them. It's like, do mm-hmm. you understand that there's somebody out there who's going to go, ooh, mm-hmm. and they're going to grab that information. And they're also the kind of people that wouldn't use a password manager. Mm-hmm. And they're the kind of people that would use, not necessarily use the word password as their password, right, but, but they would use curious. their dog's name or their mother's maiden name or something yeah. that can be easily found out. I'm thinking one of those quizzes. Like, no, I never do them. Mm-hmm. I don't do well. them. I'm just a curmudgeon. I don't do them my, uh, either for maybe not as high-minded reasons. It's just that I'm cranky and antisocial. Uh, so I just don't do and hey, some that of them protects are stupid. you. I know. Well, yeah. I, I mean, doing like something like what are your voting. favorite – like what are your favorite books or who are your favorite bands, your favorite songs, that's okay. Yeah. That's not going to yeah. hurt anything. But when it's giving more personal information, mm. no, stop. Do you think it's because, I mean, we're just more security minded. And I think for me, I know it's because I have done so much work in databases and like data mining, if you will, or helping people like basically unlock their accounts. Like I'm, I've been a hacker for hire, you know, man in the middle attack, sort of like to put it nicely. It's like, you know, when someone passes away and the spouse gets locked out of things, like I can help them regain some of that stuff. Like I've actually had to do that. Digital undertaker, if you will. We've talked about that in the past. So I think it's because of my exposure to that. And I see the kinds of forms that have to get filled out. And it's like I've done so many and I've seen I've helped people either try to find out the answer to those security questions or try to pick those security questions and try to pick good security questions and answers that when I see those quizzes, I'm like, Oh God, you guys <laughs> stop. Mm-hmm. Don't you like, don't you know they're, they're fishing for that kind of stuff. It's just, uh, but then I'm, you know, Oh, don't piss on my parade and Oh, you're being too picky. And, uh, and okay. plus you don't know for sure 
even if you have security settings on so that only your friends and family that you are actually friends with can see this information, what mm-hmm. is Facebook itself taking? Yeah. Oh, Lord. yeah. You know, we don't know that. It's like, you know, if, if you want to know, ask me privately. I'll tell mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But certain things I, I share don't things, need to put out there. I've been a lot pickier lately. Like even today, like I haven't shared a picture of the kids in so long. And today, because they've been, you know, they're at an age where they're they're picky about that kind of stuff. And I didn't want to be, you know, I didn't want to overshare too much. I did that a lot when they were babies and when they were little toddlers and stuff. And now that they're older, they want some agency over that. So I asked them today that you guys can see the cute little picture of the dog that they dressed her up, <laughs> what that dog puts up with. Uh, and I was like, yeah, guys, can I share this on Facebook? Because, you know, people are wanting to, to be in touch. And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they like the picture. So they... They gave me enthusiastic consent to, to share it, well, so that was fun. I was like, boy, I haven't done that in so long. Well, I'm not completely antisocial. I did share a picture of Molly on the Beagle and Me Facebook group. So, <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. And surprisingly, I've gotten like, I don't know, 75 likes or somewhere up oh, there yeah. for that. Oh, so, she's cute. I love yeah. Beagles. Come I, on. Yeah. That's, my, that's always been a Basset Hound, though. Oh, my God. I will just, yeah. when I see a Basset Hound, oh. that's it. I'm done for. That's but interesting. I love um, hounds. Just had a very interesting conversation um, along the same kind of talk, topic with my sister-in-law today, who's uh, looking to get a puppy. And uh, they have they have dogs, but they have an older dog. And you know, if you're dog people and you've had dogs, you know how there's a dog that's like the the second dog that's younger, and the old dog doesn't want to play as much, and so they want to get a puppy for the dog, and so that makes sense. But uh, she's talking about getting a puppy, puppy, and you know potty training and the, the whole yeah. works and we were talking about it we were talking about you know i mean the stuff that i went through to get to opal i mean there's so many scams out there in fact i should tell you guys the story i don't know if i told you this or not but i helped a lady recently that i have to follow up with uh she's like on my list of, of people to go back and, and follow through with but she was looking for a puppy herself and long story short she clicked on something on a website and next thing you know, she, I guess it like sounded this alarm and it told her she had a virus and, mm. you know, she was panicked. I mean, it, it's, they play on your weaknesses. You know, she's, she was right for the picking at that moment. I can't fault her for it. I mean, people just don't know and they get scared and what am I going to do? And especially it's got this loud sounding alarm and you just want it to go away. And so she clicked and she called and she followed the instructions and they remoted into her computer and, oh God, I just mm. said, I asked her, I said, well, what exactly you know, is an older computer? It hasn't been, of course, it's not up to date, doesn't have the patches, doesn't have the patches. And, uh, you know, she's learning about this kind of stuff. She's a she's a recent uh, widow. And, you know, that's I see that a lot. It's really sad. So I said, well, you know, what do you do with this computer primarily? Is there something else we could do? And she's like, oh, well, I just I pay bills on it. I'm like, oh, you got to stop doing that. I said, just turn it off. Shut it down. If it's not that important, I said, move to the, she's got an iPad. She's got an iPhone. I said, go to the app store, get the bank apps, log in, use the apps that come directly from the bank and do not touch that computer. So that's just a, that's another little mess I got to try to untangle, but it's scary. Like, and it's so easy. And right now with everything that's going on, phishing attacks are are on the rise. Um, we were going to talk a little bit about if it's okay, if we, we go into our distance learning and apps and tools and things like that. There's been a lot in the news about Zoom. Have you guys been following that at all? Mm-hmm. Bits and pieces. Um, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I've been a little bit hesitant to use it, but yet it seems like it's the Zoom is the app of choice for video conferencing. So I've used it 
a long time ago. Like I've, I've had it installed for like a year or two and I've attended some webinars with it. It was like, it seemed like it was like drop dead easy to get into and it just, it just works, you know? And then, uh, I set up like a business account, not one that I pay for, but just to kind of like tinker and pull switches and, and experiment with it and stuff. And so I have the ability to kind of see what that side of things looks like. But then I started seeing all the stuff in the news and um, there was like a security violation, you know, where it basically had like godlike privileges that it shouldn't have had or, you know, something to that effect. There's lots of articles out there. If you just Google it, it's, it'll be all over the place. But it seems like now that they're so prolific, they're starting to batten down the hatches. They're starting to correct for that. So I think that that's looking up. It's like I'm torn because on one hand, I have people who are starting to ask me questions because now and these are my senior clients that are like, how do I use Zoom? And, you know, how do I get that cool background and, you know, find out that their software isn't up to date or they don't have the right hardware to use it. So, you know, we've got to kind of navigate that stuff. But it's like I I was a little bit hesitant to just jump right in and say, oh, here, let's install Zoom. Let's learn how to let's learn how to Zoom and let's get everybody on Zoom. You know, I was a little bit hesitant on that. But like today, um, you brought up the, you have a link there, free conference calls with Zoom. I guess you wanted to talk about that a little bit. And I wanted to uh, dovetail into that because just today, we tried to do a FaceTime, a multiple FaceTime call. Because you know how you can do like 32, I think it's up to 32 mm-hmm. people. And oh my God, we struggled with it. And it, it, it didn't work. We had we had to give up. We were We were celebrating Easter today. And uh, we started out with a call with my mother-in-law and we had two phones going and I was talking with my dad and, and my, my husband was talking with his mom and there was a lot of this crosstalk. Like it was just bad timing. Like one call had started and, you know, didn't end when we thought it would, that sort of thing. And I thought, this is nuts. And then, you know, we went to call a brother and a sister and I said, why don't we just use FaceTime? All the people that we want to call are on iPhones. Easy. It should just work. Right. And, you know, open up FaceTime, click the plus sign to start adding people. And it like took forever for the name to turn blue. Mm-hmm. So that it would, you know, it was like grayed out. I don't know if you guys have ever tried to do it on uh, an iOS device. I mean, I've done it yeah. on the Mac. We did it the other day. They, um, the, yeah, they the bubbles float around. around. I hate it. Yeah. So that's like something that's like that should be, a, you, there should be a setting where you could turn that off. So, so these are the kinds of things that I'm thinking about going into this. Like I have it on my list of things. This is what I want to explore as I'm working on these projects is what are the best tools? Why are they the best tools? Um, I think, uh, is it, did you tell me it was Glenn Fleischman that wrote a uh, working yes. film? Yeah. Like free take e- control. Take, I think it was in the week, I think it was in the show yeah. notes last episode. Yeah. Take control really. from working at home for, mm-hmm. for working at home, something to that effect. And it's free. Yeah. So I'm going to go dig through that some more and see if I can answer some of those questions. But that's kind of like what I'm diving into when I'm trying to learn more about is what are the best tools? Because like, Everybody's going through it right now. My husband is a teacher. My kids are going to school. I'm teleworking. I'm doing remote with my clients. I mean, I was fairly comfortable with my workflow as far as tele as far as teleworking was concerned because I have several clients who are out of state, and we just do the um, a combination of messages. So we you know we start a text, then we either I have them invite me to see their screen or I send them a request depending on you know the confidence the skill level. And then we use screen sharing that way. And um, a lot of times I will start out with verbal instructions and have them move the mouse. And then other times they might get stuck and I can, you know, request um, the ability to move the mouse. And then for doing their iPhone, because most of them have Macs and I'll just have them plug their iPhone or their iPad into their Mac, use QuickTime, and then I can see their screen. 
And that's been kind of the workflow. That's been what's what's been working. But now that everybody's teleworking and everybody's communicating, everything's digital. I mean, everything is digital right now from our shopping to our schooling to our working to, you know, just trying to get supplies trying to, you know, get, get an education to even like our, unfortunately, our mourning and our, our grieving is happening online. Like people are grieving online because they can't be with their loved ones. And that's really, really sad. So because so much of it is digital, now people are kind of looking, how are they going to fill in the holes? What tools are they going to use for that? And so some tools are better for the job than others. Now, for example, like today, I really, really, really thought that FaceTime would have been the most appropriate tool for what we wanted to do because everybody was on an iOS device. And it's one of those things where my mother-in-law doesn't have Zoom installed. She She's barely comfortable with even installing apps in the first place. So, you know, we're trying to work on that. And so I'm not comfortable yet saying, oh, mom, just go install this. It's just easy. You just do it and whatever. You know, I, I'm not there yet with that. I'm not there with, with that comfort, comfort level just yet. But with FaceTime, I was like, it's already there. She knows how to do FaceTime. She knows how to answer a call. She knows how to start a call. It's there. And I was really disappointed when it just didn't, it didn't just work. You know what I mean? It just should have just worked. When I punched in the names, it took a while for them to turn blue. And then once everybody did turn blue, then we tapped call and just sat there. And all that happened was one person answered and it wasn't video. It was just audio. So even though we had started like a video call, so it just was weird. Well, that and could then, be because when they answered, they didn't hit the, it's like Skype. You have yeah, to hit the could, video button. They could have yeah. hit the audio button. Right. And see, then that's, that's what you're working with on the other end. It's like, not everybody knows, you know, and it's like, I can't tell you until I actually see it so I can see it for myself. And I'm just one of those people. I ate my own dog food. I, I need to go and tinker with it and press all the buttons and like, okay, that button's there and this is what does that and oh when you run into this problem here's the workaround for that that's the kind of stuff that I want to get figured out and gosh I can't even get it figured out with iOS and and FaceTime yet and it's just it's like I haven't really had the opportunity to use it like why haven't I tried this before we did a zoom call today with with my husband's family there was 10 10 different well there was uh, 10 different squares Hmm. it was like it was his sisters the kids my kids the only problem we had is it was using my iPad and there were 10 different participants, 10 different squares. There was, I, I, there was more of like, probably like 25 people. You know, there was, you know, there was a lot of people. The only thing was on my iPad, it only would show nine squares. So oh, there was weird. one, my, my one nephew, I could hear him, but we couldn't see him. Just and my, off? yeah. And then, my, and then my two sons that uh, share a house they're going, Mom, can you hear Danny? I was like, I can hear him. I can't mm-hmm. see him. They're like, yeah, I can't either because mm-hmm. they were using their iPad. Everybody mm-hmm. else was using their Mac. Oh, interesting. That was my next question was what was the ratio of devices to what kind of devices? Well, I know my right. one sister-in-law was using a Mac. The other one was using her Windows computer. And mm-hmm. then I think another nephew was using, I don't know what he was, I don't know what they were using. I think there were a lot of iPads there. Hmm. But mm-hmm. the people that could see all 10 boxes were on computers. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it was a ratio issue. Another big gotcha that I did discover with Zoom, uh, well, uh, two. The first one is that the, did you guys, did any of you guys use the the virtual backdrop or virtual background, I think it's called? Is anybody no, interested I've, in I've, that? I've played with that. I have okay. played with that when, when yeah. 
Shane and I were were testing. And it you out might know what I'm going to tell you next. So I had I was trying to help somebody, and here's the problem: on my iPad, it worked fine because I don't have my photo library stored on my iPad because it's a small iPad, so I only use like the shared libraries. On my iPhone and on my Mac, there's like sixty thousand pictures. Well, guess what? When you try to go using the photo picker to choose your background, it takes like two or three minutes just for the thumbnails to load. And I was like, oh, my gosh, because the, the client did ask me the question. And they were like, I'm walked out. I can't do anything. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what that means. And when I saw there was a guy, I think that's what he means. They, they have all some, just a white screen. You they have some the preloaded ones, though. They do. Remember the, the thing that they was going do. around Twitter? where it was, I think, three people that were having a conference call over Skype and the boss turned herself into a potato. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't know how to to get her back yeah. into a person. Right. So she went, because you see this potato yeah, so with lipstick and eye yeah. makeup. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. like, I don't really, know. That really, looks like a Snapchat. Because really, it's, it's here on this show, I can tell you. The really, really funny one that had me in stitches was, <laughs> I don't know what company it was, but somebody... Somebody had a comp like a work conference call, and there was about twelve people in in the uh, the conference call, and most everybody was sitting at a desk. You know, they were kind of stationary. A couple of people you could tell they had their laptops. You know, have you ever seen somebody when they're like you could look up their nose and the, yeah, yeah. it's like wiggling and waving. It's like don't do that. Just, just be stationary because I don't think people are self aware, right? And this one person was really not self-aware. She took her laptop into the bathroom and proceeded mm-hmm. to drop trowel yep. and sit on the toilet until she she set it down, looked at it, realized that the camera was pointing right at her and whipped the lid down. <laughs> but in the meantime, like a good like minute and a half went by as she was like, you know, moving around the house and headed to the bathroom. And you could just see the look on everybody's face like she's 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 going to she's in the bathroom oh my god she's <laughs> she's dropping her drawers <laughs> and meanwhile the person giving the meeting is going is just talking and they're like not aware of what's going on and everybody's like oh my god and they're like jen or whatever her name was <laughs> and the person's going what what just happened and all of a sudden everybody went off fight club and they're like no nothing nothing to see here no nothing happened it's it's okay it was no it was okay. <laughs> it just got really defensive. Like, good team. Good team. And then, of course, it got posted to Facebook. But <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, do not do not take your devices. The thing I like about Zoom, too, is that the person who's speaking gets um, lit up in green around the box. Okay. So you yeah. know who's speaking. Mm-hmm. As opposed to FaceTime, where it's like it flying around. Yeah. It's like you get nauseous. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That is like who who thought of that? Yeah, and we when we did that a couple weeks ago with my family, it was one, two, three, four. There were six six different squares. Oh my god! And the way we talk, the way we talk over top of each other, no wonder the bubbles are going all over the place. Mm. (laughs) What take turns? What the fuck? (laughs) We don't do that. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, and I haven't, I know they've been using Zoom at the school for doing, uh, like, uh, meeting, uh, the teachers meeting with each other. Uh, and... Have you been called into any meetings for that? Oh, Lord, no. I'm a, I'm a broom <laughs> pusher. I mean, yeah, I mean, no. Uh, no, so I have to ask people. I haven't had much of a chance yet to see how it has been going. And I know they've been using it with the students, but I think most of them have been more one-on-one. Although I guess there's some that we're having 
virtual classrooms, I guess, where they, uh, like English class, where they had to get up and re- do a presentation uh, for the class. And some people were having troubles with internet and things. And mm-hmm. so I haven't really had much of a chance to discuss it with them to see how the, the good, the bad, or the uglies about it. But um, mm-hmm. it would be interesting to, to find out because, you know, for us, and, you know, I don't know what uh, Microsoft's going to do with Skype. Should, do we need to be looking at an alternative here at some I, point? Yeah, I mean, I definitely want to explore something. I mean, I know that a lot of the kids and now more and more adults are starting to, to use Discord. And I know we tried that and we didn't like it, but I wonder if we should try to revisit that again. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoom, I've seen podcasters use Zoom. The problem is is that the free counts are only 40 minutes. And 40 minutes, yeah. Oh, Lord, we're that's already our... at 40 minutes. <laughs> That's, yeah, our that's our warm up. Yeah, that's our warm up. And the thing, the nice thing though about Zoom is, you, especially if you're your clients, Melissa, is that yes, you have to download the software, but no, you don't have to have an account. So yeah. there's, you don't have to sign in or anything. Just wait for that invitation. And I have found, like today, um, our niece, she made the invitation because she has a, an account through work, mm-hmm. and she and it had the name and the password. No password needed. I just clicked on the link and it brought that's, me to the page. I think that's a problem though, because that's where I read there was a security hole that that, uh, or maybe it was something else. But I thought that you really are supposed to use a password because, yeah, I think it was Zoom, and what was happening was classes were being conducted, and someone would hijack the room because there wasn't a password in place, and they were able to show like pornography or like right. something really bad. Right. So they're probably, I mean, if it's family, it's one thing, but for business, there really should be a password. Now, we have done some telemedicine, and the tool that they're using for that is WebEx. Have any of you heard of WebEx? It's yeah. a Cisco heard product. Yeah. If so, you watch the, the cable news shows, they're using that to, inter, you know, when they're talking to either their correspondents, they're interviewing mm-hmm. someone. Usually you see WebEx. Occasionally yeah. it'll say Zoom. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it'll say Cisco WebEx up in the corner. Now, I don't know yeah. why they choose one over the other. I, I would think, I mean, this is just my, my gut feeling on it right now, just because I've only seen telemedicine and WebEx. I'm thinking it's like a security protocol, like maybe WebEx is more secure. Because I know that, for example, like all of their stuff goes through Cisco. Like even an email that gets exchanged back and forth between a uh, healthcare provider like you have to jump through all these hoops and I showed you guys the screenshots of the one where they sent it to like the wrong account. And Oh my God, it was just a big cluster to try to get to the actual message. So there's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through. So I, I imagine it's just, it's more secure, but you know, I don't know. Be interesting to know if there's any actual healthcare providers using zoom. Cause that would probably inform us on the security of it there. But it just seems like zoom is like, I don't know. It's just, it's all of a sudden it's the darling and, that's well, what everybody, it's become the verb. Hey, do you want to Zoom? You know, once once a product turns yeah. into a verb, <laughs> they've gone then, mainstream. Then we're screwed, kind of like Facebook has become a, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, I think they've tried to clean up their act because when they first started, uh, they would turn your web camera on by default and there were super user mm-hmm. privileges. And even if you deleted the program, it'd leave a web server behind. Mm-hmm. So To and- make it easier, that was what their excuse was. Well, mm-hmm. just to make it easier for you, Mike, the next time you redownload. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. you never told you that you were going to no. do that. 
right. then I heard the face uh, the uh, iOS app was sharing uh, user information with Facebook, whether yep. you had a yep. Facebook yes. account or not. Right. So right. Th- they've got you know some issues that they have to deal with. But you know, like I say, right now it's easy. You know, everyone gets it. You know, Zoom just you know uh, you know the, the low. Uh, difficult of entry is what's going to make mm-hmm. a not necessarily the security, not necessarily the performance. Yep. If you can get into it quick and use mm-hmm. it, and like I say, when you got when you're trying to do family members, yeah, whatever yeah. doesn't you don't have Challenge. to pull your hair out over, right? Is the one yeah. that will win. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, what's the phrase? Convenience trumps fidelity, or whatever. So you know, and um, you've got to have that balance of security and usability, or else it's just not going to get used. It's, right. It's a so. really Really, really tight, tight rope to walk there. So, uh, is anybody else doing anything with, you know, apps or tools while we're cooped up? Or this is um, my life hasn't changed because I'm pretty much homebound. Yeah. Anyway, right. so and mine hasn't like I say mine hasn't changed because I'm still cleaning the school. I'm still doing stuff. And we don't go out anyway. So yeah, I haven't eh, noticed quarantine. Oh really? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm the outlier. I just don't here. go to the gym, which really right. stinks. But at least mm-hmm. my gym has um, the last couple of weeks. They've been filming the um, a lot of the classes that they normally give, whether it's um, oh like what do you call or something? Uh, they did Zumba. I did Pilates yesterday. I did a, a, a hi you know high intensity workout, mm. which like kill so me it's now. Like a video like like a YouTube video or something that you can yep. watch and then just work out yep. along with it. That's They're cool. a little bit shorter. Most of the classes are forty five minutes, and these run about thirty to thirty five, so they are a little bit shorter. Mm. And it's kind of weird That's because you know they're like, oh, you're doing good, you're doing good. It's like there's nobody there, there's nobody yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. And I don't normally take classes because yeah. I'm totally uncoordinated, but I do take Pilates. But I said, mm. you know, nobody's here, so yeah. this week I'm going to try the Zumba class. Yeah. I did that once and I'm like never going back because that yeah, was like, you know, I, I, they all go to the left. I'm going to the right. You know? <laughs> uh, no, I'm having flashbacks to uh, no, go dancing with Elisa. <laughs> yeah, that's not pretty. I, I'm having flashbacks to, I think, junior high gym. We had a, a, a teacher that tried to teach us how to square dance and try oh. to listen to instructions and do that. Oh, huh. Lord. Yeah, I know. see. I I come from a dancing background. I loved dance. I don't have the the legs for it like I used to. The 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 muscle strength, but I was pretty coordinated. Well, I, here's the thing. <laughs> I, well, yeah, you, know, you 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 fessed up like two episodes ago. You said that you uh, yeah. you should take some dance lessons. Well, I, like. I, like I say, I think I have a certain natural talent, but I've never You're tested Fred the Astaire. theory. Don't even know well, it. Well, I don't know. Probably Fred Escalator. <laughs> I don't know about Fred Astaire. Um, but, you know, like I say, I do have, I, I, I keep my balance. That's a plus uh-huh. when you're a dancer. If you don't fall down, that's usually yeah. a good good sign there. But, you know. Um, the in there. He's like, she's a maniac. Yeah, and, maniac. you know, this will play into my pick a little later on. Not that I plan uh-huh. on getting that's it. That's true. But, uh, you know, like so, I'll just tease my pick a little bit. Wait for it, people. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay, um, are we doing much of anything else in general while we're quarantined? Like I said, I, I'm doing my exercise. I'm going out riding bike. You know, watching my diet. Um, I've been using the. Uh, uh, I, blanking on the name here. Um, like Fitness Pal or something like that, didn't my, you say? My, fitna- my Fitness Pal. And then, uh, oh, I got it. See, I was paying attention. There you go. And then uh, I've been using that, and then I have the iHealth app because I have an iHealth scale. And I've been thinking about getting the uh, uh, iHealth blood pressure cup, uh, Bluetooth, 
so then I can monitor that stuff. And uh, I did go in. My blood pressure is down considerably from where it was because it was like 199 oh. over 90. Now it's like <gasps> 168 wow. over 86 or something like and that. The, and the, the weight loss is what's helped with that? Well, they put me on lisinopril. And uh-huh. so I think that's helped. But I think also, the, you know, the exercise and exercise definitely yeah doing that and watching the food and like i say laying off my my comfort foods i miss but anyway um but yeah that's been difficult well i spent two and a half hours today making masks did you really i did i sewed masks i've got i have one pattern where you just take a t-shirt this one takes like literally three minutes Nope, oh, we just lost Melissa. We did? Yeah. Did her network go down? She sent us a picture, and then yeah. maybe our network decided to die on her. Sorry about that. Oh. oh there she is. Oh. We I thought, think we I lost... tried to send something, and it crashed me or something. Yeah. Did you get the so, image that I sent over? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I was just saying that I made a mask out of a T-shirt, which oh, yeah? takes approximately oh, three minutes to make. Uh-huh. Takes th- you mean, it does look like a bank robber. <laughs> You just cut the bottom of the shirt about maybe seven inches from the bottom. And then if you're looking at it so that you've got, you know, you still have the width of the fabric long, you know, the width wise and it's shorter height wise. Then you just from the right, maybe go down an inch from the top and an inch from the bottom. And then just make a horizontal cut about seven inches down top and bottom. Then do a vertical cut to meet to meet them. So it looks like a C, the letter C. And then cut the um, the ends for the ties and just wrap it around your face and tie it. Mm-hmm. It's very basic. It's right. doesn't look good at all, but I mean, in <laughs> yeah. a pinch, that's what right. you've got. Well, so yeah. today I took some fabric. Yeah, I just sent you that picture. It was terrifying, <laughs> especially because my hair was like, oh my god. Well, it was black. Um, right. Is and that it looked you? Like that's yeah. That's was, my yeah, no. Was... I sent you guys a picture on uh, in Messenger. Because if it got out on the internet, Deb would kill me. But uh, I was she, say, oh, did Deb crochet one? Yeah, she crocheted a mask, and then she oh. went and cut, um, I think, air filter material and put it on the inside uh-huh. to kind yeah, of slow right. the block it a little bit. So yeah, she, right. she crochets a lot. So she whipped up one. But yeah, that one that Lisa sent, she texted this to us, and I was just about ready to hand over my wallet to her because she looked yeah. like a, a robber. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what you look like. Well, the one I made today, one was a pleated one. Uh-huh. And I made that for my son, Sam, because I had the fabric is I Am Sam from oh, Dr. Okay. Seuss. I made him a Dr. Seuss quilt oh. with, with Green Eggs and Ham and Sam I Am. So I said I made that one for him. That one's pleated. And then for my husband, this one is just plain. It's just a regular 10-inch by 6-inch square. And you just fold down the top and just seam that down. And then on the side, you fold it down about it, half an inch. And then I made some bias tape, run that through, and then you just tie it at the top and tie it at the bottom. Huh. Um, and one of my yeah. coronavirus thoughts that I've been having is that some of these masks that I've seen, the, especially the printed ones, I can't help it. They look like somebody's taken a pair of panties and put over their face, and it just—it's mm-hmm. the way it looks. And I just, you know, it's just. Well, it's some people my have shtick. used underwear though. Well, <laughs> some people really have ho- used underwear because there's a hopefully yeah. washed. <laughs> If not, please, well, please seek help. That's debatable. Uh, okay. It is probably a market for this. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, that's... On uh... the next topic. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Melissa, Melissa sleep deprived, so be careful. <laughs> uh, 
so uh so i've been working on that masks yet i'm gearing up for that but i've been working on upgrading my network i got new toys that i'm frustrated because i haven't been able to play with them yet hmm. but all all things in due time so do you guys see the image that i put uh, in there you'll have see. to zoom in on it but yeah i, I open well if you open it full screen you can see everything go. yeah so my son made a blueprint in an app called um, Magic Plan. So he walked around the house with an iPad and a tape measure. I was so proud of him. And he measured all the windows and all the doors and everything. Because this is something I've just been wanting to do for the longest time. It's not a very big house. I mean, you can see it's very, very simple. It's just very small. I mean, that's it. It's one floor. That's it. That's, that's our floor plan. Um, so there's not a whole lot. But you can see all the shit that we have crammed in there. Um, so I did a couple different versions, like all throughout the floor plan I have. So this is a, it's a blueprint. And then I've gone and downloaded little images of the different devices that are in the house. So like I found a picture of an iMac and I found pictures of an iPhone and a watch and a, a printer, like everything, you know, all the products that, that we have throughout the house that are either wireless or wired. And the goal here, there's not a whole lot, but the goal here is to wire everything that can be wired so that the, the wireless devices that we have have a freaking chance and the, the problem has been that it's like a six-year-old router that we have it's an old linksys and we've got concrete walls we've got aluminum we've mm. got uh, a wall mirror we've got a lot of things that are that are causing a lot of blockages and with all four of us at home at the same time all vying for the network it's been really frustrating so i mean because you guys know like when i come in here to podcast i have to kick everybody off so that i don't like lose any bandwidth even though i'm wired i mean that has solved a lot of problems since i've gone wired um i've run a 50-foot cable from one end of the wall through the through the the duct work and and then to the other side so that's worked out but that's what I'm, I'm working on and so then uh i drew a cluster just of all the different devices down there in the bottom to help me like keep track of what devices go where and then I drew kind of like a mind map, if you will, like, okay, this connects to this and this connects to that and that connects to that so that I can figure out how many Ethernet cables I need. And then I'm going to try to figure out where is the best place to put the modem versus where is the best place to put these access points. Um, our friend Dave Hamilton recommended, I asked in Facebook and, you know, there go there again with Facebook, but the helpful advice there, I Kind of told him, you know, I explained on Facebook what, what the problem was and kind of was seeking out some advice from people. And I got several different people feeding back about, you know, get this device and get this device. And Dave Hamilton said, you know, right now the the M5 Deco from TP-Link is on sale. So I looked at it and I looked at it and looked at it and I compared it to everything else. And eventually it was like, yeah, that's that seems to be the clear winner. It had the best reviews. It was the best price. I mean, I could have I could have spent $10 more and gotten the lower end model and, you know, we could have gone curbside to pick it up. But I thought for, you know, it's on sale for $10. Why don't I get a better product? And kind of like, you know, the goal was to future proof it a little bit because, I mean, all of this money is not, <laughs> it's in short supply. So I've got to make it really, really last. So that was my considerations when I was trying to decide on that. And then I'm also trying to use what I have. You know, I have a couple of old um, airport extremes that have been handed down to me that have just been sitting there in a closet. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe they're not up to snuff for the wireless capability. They're, they don't have the MIMO. They don't have the, or they do, but they don't have quite the punch that this this new M5, you know, blankets your house in. And maybe they don't penetrate the walls as, as well. And they're not as, as supported as, as they once were. 
So maybe I could just turn them into switches. So that's going to be my goal is to try to upgrade. And but here's the thing. So I'm not just like hooking everything up. I'm not just taking this lightly because I'm married to a scientist and I have like little kids that I have to model a good example for. And because I'm a nerd, um, I can't do anything easily. Right, Mike? We just oh, we, right. <laughs> I, when, I can't just... when, when you're done, I'm going to describe just for people's horror my Wi-Fi, my wireless, my router setup here. But continue, yeah, please. just how much how much you like that. So, oh lord, um, it is chaotic. But I I aim to try to neaten it up, and you know, like I said, it's not a very big house, and we have like beams that go across. So I'm going to try to hide as many of the wires as I possibly can. But I also want to try to measure, you know, two, three, four times, and only cut once. You know, I don't want to have to be, I don't I don't have a crimper. I don't want to crimp cat five or uh, cat six cables. They're a little bit more difficult because I did upgrade a couple of the cables and got cat six. I probably went overboard there a little bit, but you know, I wanted to future proof it again. Um, so I'm trying to really methodically plot this out and then I'm going to start, you know, working right. with where to actually put these things. Cause then ultimately what's going to determine it is location, location, location. It's going to be like, okay, well I might want to put this here, but it might not give me the best signal depending on what's in the way. So it's going to be a combination of that. So there's going to be a lot of testing going on. So I'm going to be using a tool called uh, iPerf. I'm going to be installing Homebrew for the first time. And my oldest son is really stoked about that because he's like, Mom, I've been telling you about this. I've been wanting to install these, you know, these apps, these programs and stuff. And you keep telling me no. So I'm like, all right, let's 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 go do this together. So this will be a, a project that we can work on together. We're going to install Homebrew and we're going to install iPerf and we're going to run some tests. So we're going to do some before testing and mark the results, and then we're going to do some after testing, and we're going to see what we can come up with for the speed of the network, and see where we can get some improvement there. Um, but all the way, all along the way, we're going to be documenting it. So, talk about I'm definitely not bored. I've got my workout <laughs> cut out for me, and it's like living in a goddamn science fair project all the freaking time. It's like I just can't stop making science fair projects. Is okay. basically what my life has been. Well, and I'm just going to describe mine here so you guys can confirm why I am Captain Chaos. <laughs> so upstairs in the living room, we have our AT&T uh, LTE router because we get our signal from this, the mm. cell phone. So it comes in there, and then I have – and so that's upstairs on top of our TV. So I have the Fire TV and the NVIDIA Shield hooked directly into that router. No, I have a switch. Okay. I have a switch down below because it only has one port coming out. So I have a switch below that, and okay. then so the Fire TV and the Nvidia Shield comes out of that, and then there's another Ethernet cable that comes down through the basement over to mm -hmm. our. Um, um, and is it Cat Five or Cat Five E or? I know? think Cat Five E. It's some ones that okay. I've acquired. So you know, I don't know. Maybe okay. I'm due for a cable upgrade. I don't know. But it comes to my. Um, if it's Five E, you're you're okay. I think it's. I think most of it is Five E. Probably, uh, it comes to our um, Netgear. Um, what's Orbi? Is that a router or a Orbi? Orbi. Oh, no, okay. Oh, the Orbi. Yes. So it mm -hmm. comes into that, and then from because we had to have that because the. AT&T router can only do 10 wireless signals. And I got is mm -hmm. that many tablets. So then, right. <laughs> so then it comes down to the uh, Orbi router, and then that distributes. I've got another uh, Ethernet cable going over to our uh, freezer because I have these uh, hubs 
So I've got a hub for my weather station. I've got mm-hmm. a uh, smart things hub. Uh, what else do I have hooked in? Garage door opener hub. So that's and so I've got a switch over there, uh, going over there to that, and then I have another Ethernet cable coming into the office here to a hub for uh, my only two computers I got hooked to it. Now, once upon a time, I had three computers in here. Uh, so I've got let's see, one, two, three. Switches or do I have four? Um, you see, you've already lost track. That's why yes. I put it on a map. Yes. On a map. <laughs> well, see, here's the problem. Take the map you, you, you and scribble. See, literally scribble. Yeah. yeah, that's what the way oh. mine would look. Oh no, no, no! This is here, guys. This is this is the draft. Okay. Look. Yeah. No, I here's mean here's the draft. <laughs> okay. It's yeah, it's focusing, but... it's, yeah, it's uh, it looks it looks wild. Yeah, there we yeah we can see lots of stuff. It's uh, blurring. Thing. Yeah, but then I've got my two. Uh, um, um, satellite things because this is a mesh network, a ne- mesh, mesh. Ne- network. Yes, there we go. See, that's 10 times fast. <laughs> yeah, good luck, especially me. But so I've got them set up so that we got good coverage upstairs and out in the backyard and everything. So, oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. See, mine would be way worse than that. But uh, like, I used red pen and it looks like I just had a nosebleed yeah. all over it. Like I was making a <laughs> list of everything. Yeah. Because then. It's not doesn't stop there. Like those are just the the devices, just like you. I mean, those are the devices that are like in the house that are our personal devices and things mm-hmm. we use for work and school. Then when I get to doing the uh, the MDM, the the mobile de- uh, mobile deployment, uh, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, anyway, so when I bring like 10, 15, 20 iPads home from school and I deploy them all, that takes forever. And it, brings the network to a grinding halt so i'm trying to make that process a little less painful sure. when i do that so then that list gets that much longer and that's why yeah i'm major basket case <laughs> like this like yeah Mike, you yeah. have this is my this is my Eero app so you have one for the orby because right now mine is showing one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two items just for the two of us <laughs> This is uh, why we are the geekiest show ever. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. And this doesn't include everything because some of my Amazon Kindle items aren't turned on. Right. These mm-hmm. are the ones. These are just the things that are turned on, like my Roku's and my Echo Dot, Echo Show, Google. Uh, what do I have here? The Google little, the little Google thing. What is it called? The little. Oh yeah, the mini uh, Google, the little the mini Google Home. Yeah. The Roku, the Roku, the Roku, the Roku, the Sonos, <laughs> my garage. I did it for um, the Roku. Printer. The Roku, the Roku. Yeah. <laughs> printer, iPad, iPad Pro. Yeah. You know, it's, computers, they phones. And I'm just like, oh. oh my God, it's just they're, two of us. They're like rabbits. They multiply. Well, and then don't get me started on my uh, Echoes and my Googles <laughs> and my video doorbells. And yeah, yeah. I mean, because uh, like I say, I got at least. I got five, and you get, and you guys tablets. have multiple floors, and I just have that one floor, like that floor plan. That's it. That's one floor. That's it. I I have to take all that stuff and spread it across that that small space there. I, so I do think it's funny though. How, was it was it Lucian who did this? He made he made the uh, the blueprint. So he's the one that made like if you just look at the walls, the windows, the doors, the measurements. He made all that, and then what I did was I took it into Affinity Designer. Because I'm from back in the day when I did production, I would take files apart. So I'm used to working in Adobe Illustrator. So this is kind of my language. And so I put things on layers. 
So I have like all the walls on one layer. I have all the doors on one layer just because I can. <laughs> and then I have no, all I just the laughed because I saw the Kindle, the uh, the Kindle in the master bath. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that was, uh, I don't know, this just struck me. picture of that? No, that's funny. I yeah. think maybe I was laughing with Kevin about that because uh, I do. I, I keep a, I have two Kindle paper whites that people have given me. Like, I don't have any use for this. Do you want I'm like, sure, I'll put books on it. Uh, I have a, <laughs> I have a toilet paper. It's a very pretty, like uh, decorative uh, toilet paper holder, right? It's like one of those stands, and and uh, it's thankfully stocked right now for the time being. <laughs> and I have this uh, wire clamp that that is on it that you know looks nice, and and that's where I keep the Kindle paperweight, so you don't have to touch it. You can just like when you go to sit down, you can you have some reading material there, and it's easy <laughs> to clean, and you know. It just, it stays relatively clean. It might get, you know, I don't know, moisture on it from the showers or whatever. I, I do thoroughly disinfect them and I charge them up and stuff. But yeah, I like having, I like oh. having a Kindle in there because I don't like the paper and the, the magazines and they get all soggy and stuff. Forget about so, it. Yeah, yeah I there's can't see very well, but it looks like this 54. 54. <laughs> I, Captain Chaos. <laughs> well, and then so try can you to... imagine if your kids were home? Well, yeah, yeah, it'd be worse. See? And then, right. and then, you know, you, do you mean I'm going to turn into you people? I there's no hope for me. <laughs> no, you're not. There's you're, no hope for you're, me. You're, you're <laughs> fucked. Just admit we it. Are yeah, yes. <laughs> we are your future. Yes, we are your future. We are your overlords. <laughs> you will be assimilated. Um, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> I'm working on it. So and we then, will be well represented. By the time I get together with you guys next week, I'll be holding up my device with my list. You guys, yeah. you've got the Eero, you've got the Orbi, and I'll have the TP link. There you go. <laughs> and um, it's a whole lot of damn fun when I switched routers and then I had to reconnect oh, all this oh, crap. Oh, boy. Or the, <laughs> but you know, once just, you get set up, Melissa, you will yeah. wonder how the hell did you live this long without it? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm excited oh, about that because I like this. I it's like so nice. Kind of it's so nice to not only have all these things connect, which we really didn't have a problem with before with the airports, but it's so nice being able to go all the way out in my backyard yes. and have a signal, right. you know, and to be able to listen to music and not have to go and have to stream uh-huh. it from my phone to the speaker. The ultimate the test speaker. is going to be the kitchen because I am so tired of like, I there's so many calls, video calls, FaceTime calls with, with family or whatever. That I don't do because I need to go make a meal or I want to make a cup of tea and the, the microwave just murders it. So, like, I want to be able to do something out of my kitchen. I want to be able to make a sandwich or make a meal and be talking, you know, just put the phone there, like, prop it up. And I want to be able to multitask because I have zero yeah. problem in my kitchen and I have a yeah. brick wall oh. in my kitchen. Right. Oh, because my see, kitchen, my kitchen, my when my house was built, my kitchen was the outside. There was yeah, no kitchen. Yeah. Because my house was my house was built as like a little camp, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so the wall between my dining room and my kitchen mm. is a brick wall because we had an outlet on the dining room side. And I asked a contractor one time, "Can you put the outlet on the kitchen side?" He goes, "Oh yeah, fifty yeah. bucks, no problem." Yeah, because yeah, no. he was doing other work. And then he goes, "Oh crap, this mm. is brick." Mm-hmm. Yeah, our whole our whole house he was able concrete. to do it eventually, but um, it was brick. It's, it's all concrete brick you know slump block construction so it is like yeah lots of walls everywhere and it's old and it's just all kinds of problems so that's it's a challenge it's an interesting challenge it's definitely keeping my mind off of coronavirus when i'm in the thick of it i am just on you know when i get in the zone i'm thinking about this and it's been it's been good 
and we're lucky because ours is a, I don't know, stick frame house, wood, wood, however you want to call it. And so we don't have quite those problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have brick walls or cement block for the basement, but, you know, that's not, yeah. a, not a problem because we have stuff. Is it like a by level? Like, is it, do you come in through one it's floor? It's a ranch and style. Flip? Oh, so, okay. So, so it's you, a ranch with a basement. Ranch with a basement. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's okay. simple. Um, yeah. So, but you know that that works out well. And like I say, uh, you, when you finally get a signal, because I do this sometimes, I've got my nice little seven-inch fire tablet, and since you know we're watching TV digitally now, I can mm-hmm. start the file app on there, and I can have it down here, and then I can take it upstairs. Yeah, up to the kitchen there and set it on top of the uh, toaster oven while I'm preparing stuff. And then I take it over and set it with me on the table there while I'm eating. So then, you know, and same way with our, when I got that fire TV recap. As he's Cylons. Yeah. Of course I'm Cyloning. What, 54? Stop saying nice things about it. You pissed it off. Yeah, that gets excited. Anyway, um, little digital electrons floating all over the air. but yeah, so you know that's that is nice to have, and like I say, we can walk out in the backyard now and do that stuff. So a good Wi-Fi coverage, yeah. you know, is a good thing to have. But, yeah. So I think on that, I'm looking note, forward to it. So I mean, yeah. I'm getting there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think on that note, how about we move towards our picks? Um, and I have this feeling that they're all kind of like uh, shut-in related. Um, so why don't we start? <laughs> yeah, I think one way or another, looking at all of them here. So uh, I think, you know, okay, Melissa, you kind of alluded to it that uh, you're trying to get your Zoom uh, set up. Set up. Uh, so this looks like you want a, a backdrop holder. Yeah, so I actually did buy this, and that's why I picked it, because I can actually speak intelligently about it. Um I have, in addition to setting up the network, I have been working really hard on the studio, which I call the studio. You you just saw how small and tiny my house is. So we have to kind of, you know, block off space and repurpose space. And, you know, so my, we have a very large bedroom because this at one time was a, I guess it was like the garage. And so it's been, you know, outfitted to a bedroom. And so it's large, it's wide. It's like a really wide room. And so basically half of it where I'm sitting here at my desk is my studio. And because I wanted to be able to do video, like you guys can see the, I have a nice like photography backdrop behind me. Uh, that's to hide all the laundry and whatever else is back there. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. So when I first started setting this up, I used my pick here, which is the, it's made by eMart. It's an eight and a half by 10 foot photo backdrop stand. It's, uh, it says it's an adjustable photography muslin background support system stand. It's a photo studio. Their, their titles are terrible. It's a stand. It's a photo. It's a photo backdrop stand. Um, I now have like a complete kit. I've got this and it is uh, you can package it up. It's a modular system. It all comes apart and it's like tripods. It's like two tripods on the left and on the right. And you can twist uh, and tubes come out of the center and then you can elongate it. and You can make it as tall as you want and as short as you want. It even comes with sandbags and clips and things. And so this is what I originally had behind me to try to kind of like set up a prototype area. Like, okay, what is it that I want to have here more permanently? And so I utilized this stand to be able to set it up and measure and kind of block off like how much space I wanted to have behind me. What was going to, when I was on camera, what were you going to see, you know? And once I got this all set up and kind of had it where I liked it, then we went and drilled um, hooks into the ceiling. And now we have like a bar that comes down right now. It's with bungee cord. 
as a prototype, and then we're going to install hardware. So that's the next project for for the honeydew list. But uh, so this is this comes in. Let's see, what was our pick? Our play money was twenty to eighty dollars, and this comes in at around forty dollars. So right right in the halfway there. So for forty bucks, this is a pretty good kit. It like I said, it's got clips. It comes in a travel bag. It's got the sandbags. It's the two tripods and a bar going across the center, and it's fully adjustable and it's fully transportable. And you know, it even has a little bit of room for the the muslin cloth that if you roll it up really tight. So, you know, I was thinking my dream was before we got quarantined was I was going to do something fun for the kids and like set up a photo booth, a photo studio with like props and stuff so we could take pictures because then I have, you know, photography equipment and stuff. So this would be good for for when you used to be able to go to parties and, and have fun with it. Now you can use it at your home and set up your studio for your tele- teleworking. I thought this would be a really good tool for people to check out for when they're doing their their Zoom videos and their conference calls. Maybe I should get one put behind me here so you guys don't see my bookcase and my uh, haphazard organizational <laughs> system. Uh, do yeah, you guys we're used favor. to it now. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, you, <laughs> Captain Chaos. Anyway, um, and apparently um, Elisa is worried about personal grooming. That's right. <laughs> see, one of the one of the big problems. Wait, didn't you, you pick a didn't you pick a hair cutting kit some other time? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you did. Did I? I don't remember. It was the, the manscaping one. Oh, 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 oh that's oh lord. <laughs> I I no. bleached that out of my mind. I almost oh, we did. Didn't. So oh I, lord. I, Nate and I listened to it in the car, and he was laughing. <laughs> so I was reading recently, last couple of days, that it when this um, shelter and at home mandate came down, the biggest thing was people couldn't get toilet paper anymore. Well, now there seems to be a run on hair color. Oh, boy. Because nobody can go to the salon. You can't get your hair colored. You can't get your hair cut. You know, whether you're male or female, doesn't matter. You can't go to a salon or a barbershop and get your hair cut. Not so, everybody invested in Flobies. So for people who need to, you know, are willing to do it themselves, I've got here professional hair cutting scissors set nine pieces. It's like you said, Melissa, the title here, hair cutting scissors, <laughs> thinning shears, hair razor comb, clips, cape, hairdressing, scissors, kit, barber set, hair cutting shears set. Huh. Yeah. $22.95. That's not bad. And it's got five five-star reviews, or no, three, three five-star reviews. So it's all five-star reviews. And we have for years and years, we've got one of those um, hair cutting kits that has like the the clippers. So you basically like shave your head kind of a thing, yeah. but different lengths. Yep. And my husband keeps saying, you got to cut my hair for me. I'm like, have you ever seen me do it? Uh-huh. I did it to the kids once and it was nothing but crying. And yeah. I hate you, mom. Look what you did to me. So what Shane used to do is he used to bring it to one of his friend's house and then he, she would, you know, he would bring it over. She would cut his hair and she'd be like, look, she knows what she's doing. I'm like, Hey, you know, but if you're brave and you want to cut your hair or somebody else's hair, you know, $23. I, I so, so, so lucky because my, I, myself, my husband and my oldest son, we just don't cut our hair. We just grow it. In fact, we, for years, we have been growing it, and then the only time we would ever get it cut was when it was long enough to donate. So it'd be a long time in between in between haircuts. 
Um, the only thing I do, like, so I am the family barber, so I could really use like something like this. I already have most of all the pieces, but that cape is really, really attractive because I'm always using towels. And that's the thing that makes the kids cry is it gets all itchy and stuff. And I do use a big blush brush to brush all the hair off and stuff. But that cape is a really good idea. Well, they do have something that um, it, I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but it goes over your head. And instead of being a cape, it goes around you. Yeah. So it catches the, uh-huh. the hair. So uh-huh. instead of like going down the cape, because then what you have to do is have them stand up and you have to kind of shake yeah. it out. And then right. you have to sweep it up. This way it goes like in a circle. They have bits well, like hell, that I for would babies. wear that out. People would stay the yeah. hell away from me. Yeah. That could be your six foot distance. <laughs> but I mean, they have that for babies too, where instead yeah. of just having a regular bib, the bib has mm-hmm. a little bit of a scoop. So when the baby's yeah. like feeding yeah, himself, yeah. it just drops into that scoop. Huh. So uh-huh. it's easy to, to clean the baby and keep them you know somewhat clean so they've got something like that for haircutting but i cut my bangs all the time which you can kind of tell yes because my hair yeah because my hair grows so fast that i'm like in the bathroom i'm just going and i take shears i'm just like yeah that's how i used to do it yeah and see i I and then with with nate he's it's just his beard and then keegan is my chia pet keegan's all curls so i'm really really lucky all i had to do is just like and he's a moving target so i just clip 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 like I just go all Edward Scissor's hands on him, and he's done in like ten minutes. And I, <laughs> I, I sleep with my hairdresser because Deb went to school to be a cosmetologist. So Does she know that. That I sleep with her sometimes if she rolls over and looks at me. But yeah, uh, no, she went to school to be a cosmetologist. But I mean, for me, it's not that hard. We got the That's clipper handy. thing, uh, so she just and I, you know, you guys can see my hair, and I, I'm probably getting ready for a. It's getting a little long. Uh, so she just uses the clipper and goes like this. It's nothing fancy, and she does it. And mm-hmm. I do my own beard, and again, we got a clipper, and so I just, like, you know, cut it short. And, you know, and I like this hairstyle. I get out of the shower, dry it off, I'm done. Uh, so, like Shaking, I said, yeah. yeah, it's it's the, the lazy Molly man's. probably has more upkeep than you do. It's like, meanwhile, yeah. Melissa and I, three hours later, our hair yeah. is still wet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, I, I used to be that way out east, yeah, but out here, things – I. Rarely, I don't, I don't ever use a hair dryer. It just dries here because. Oh, like I don't either. I straighten, or I'll do, just do my bangs if I don't straighten my hair because my hair is, is wavy. You get out. I was like, yep. Oh, I'm like Frizz City, which is why I washed it yesterday, <laughs> which is why it's in a French braid right uh-huh. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, and since you know, uh, like I say, you I'm on my... this weight loss uh, thing here. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do this because I don't know a lot of jumping around. But I decided. Oh come on! But I got Just Dance uh, 2020 for the uh, Nintendo Switch because um, I thought, well, you know, a little exercise, a little uh, gaming going on, um, and I don't know. It looked like uh, we have this for thing. the Wii. What's that? We have this for the Wii. Oh, you do? We, we okay. should use it. <laughs> we have it, but if we just don't well, use it, we should get this out. This is a good reminder. Well, I was going to the get... The Just Dance, Melissa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to get the... Uh, Nintendo has this exercise ring thing, but that was like $250. I'm going, that's kind of wow. a commitment. I hope it comes with some good software, but this is only... Why aren't you guys showing me the price? Oh, $39 at Target. $40 at Target. Um but yeah, I thought you know this would be something that you know you're you're uh, low, uh you're at home. You need to burn off some tension or calories or something, and you know you dance around and I don't know see how my knees would take that. But uh, no, I thought this was a good thing. There's there was one ones. I bought my son when he was when he was still living here. My oldest son, I bought him an Xbox 360. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Xbox 360. Yeah. Oh, right. 
Yeah. And well, it was yeah. there was a dancing one that went with that that I bought, and it was kind of a, if I remember correctly, because it's been a number of years. It was I think a competition you against the dancers on there, mm-hmm. and it was it was good. I mean, it had Lady Gaga on there, and it had a you know, it had a lot of really good music on it. Yeah, I of course sounds... was showing showing my uncoordination. You know, <laughs> they're going to the right, I'm going to the left. You know, so. But. Uh, yeah, so we it's all. It's your other left. Yes, uh, that too. So I think we all have our, you know, we we're, so we're, you know, day whatever. I'm not even going to make the hashtags of whatever our quarantine is or our, you know, stay at home or whatever your state happens to be doing. Um, so you know, we seem to be functioning. Um, you know, we aren't. Want, well, we'll keep an eye on Melissa though. She may start wandering around the house and doing weird shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we seem to be Sleep doing walking. well. We have our coping mechanisms in place. So, you know, I think uh, with that, we'll uh, introduce ourselves, and so everybody can go and find what else they're going to do to occupy their time while they're locked up. So, um, Melissa, where can people find you? You can find me online all over at the Mac Mommy, or you can go to my website, themacmommy.com. And Lisa, where can people find out more about you? Well, I don't have a website, so <laughs> I'm on Twitter. Get at, one. You have time. <laughs> I do, but I just never bothered. Uh, at Sensei Die or at 3GeekyLadies.com with the number three spelled out, which is a podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. And if you want to see all the things that I do, you can go to uh, Mike-McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K.com, and I have a list of all the things that I do there. And if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekyshowever.com. Reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have. And don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. Hi, I'm Bart Pushatz, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month, I gather together a panel of Apple followers, and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000-foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.lets-talk.ie.